0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pokédex Radio Podcast. My name is Gabriel, and today is Friday, February 19th, 2009. Today's episode is our second part in our four-part series about Pokémon contests. Today's going to be a little bit different than any normal episode. I'm going to try to switch it up a little bit, just to try to cut down on the length of um, time that the emails take in the show. Uh, I noticed, at least through the editing process and afterwards, when... I release the episode, emails take up about a good half to maybe three-quarters of the episode, and I don't like that. That may work for other podcasts, not just Pokemon podcasts, but other podcasts in general, but it does not work for this podcast, and I don't like it. We're going to try to cut down the time on the the emails, so what we're going to do is start with emails, then the Pokemon of the episode, then the main topic, then the news at the very end of the episode. Pretty much the same normal episode, just backwards. So... Hopefully that works for you guys. Um, if you guys like that anyway, if you—I mean—listen to the episode. Listen to the entire episode. Um, if you guys like that, let me know, and I'll keep it that way, so I can at least, so I can at least cut down on the time of the emails, because I noticed emails take up a good half hour to 45 minutes while I'm recording, and then I edit it down to however long the normal episodes are. But let me know if you like it, and then I'll keep it that way, so I can keep the emails shorter. That's pretty much it for now. Let's get started with the emails. The question of the episode during the last episode was, what are you expecting to see in the 5th generation of Pokemon? So, on that note, our first email is from Andrew, and Andrew says, Hi, my name is Andrew, long-time Pokemon fan, first-time emailer. I see an all-new nation and new Pokemon. No big concept change. Without a doubt, a new crime team, and new Pokeballs, and a new professor, but Professor Oak will be in somehow. I would like to see older Pokemon in, and maybe older trainers and gym leaders, but maybe take a new role in the game. If there is more than one game, I hope they make three and come out together. I hate getting two and starting one over just to get all three starters. I hope no new TV season comes out. After the first season, it all went downhill from there. But I do not watch the anime anyways, so whatever. I cannot wait for new cards to come out. I've loved the game way back, and I still do. Peace, Andrew. So thank you, Andrew, for your email. I'm not going to comment too much because I want to keep it nice and short. Obviously, we're going to see a new nation, new Pokemon. We've already seen at least two new Pokemon now, um, which I'm... it's the news. We'll do that at the end. Um, Again, there's obviously not going to be a very big concept change unless they do something different, like make something similar to the uh, Colosseum games. New crime team, obviously. New pokeballs, obviously. New professor, obviously. Professor Oak, he's been in every single game, just about. Gym leaders, there might—I don't know how that's going to work. So let's just—I'm not, I'm not even going to comment on that. How the, any new gym leaders or old gym leaders do their thing in the in the games, like Jasmine was in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. You know, the remakes of Heart Gold and Soul Silver, obviously. Uh, even in the original Heart Gold and Soul Silver, uh, Koga. Is now an elite four member, and uh, his daughter—I forgot—Janine, I, forgot, I think—is da- his daughter's name. Is now the um, gym leader at his gym. But maybe we'll just see what happens when the game comes out. I hope. Hopefully, it's a little bit different. Hopefully, it's more fun, similar to what I experienced from the original Heart Gold and Soul Silver games. I don't know, but thank you, Andrew, for your email. Our next email is from Ren, and Ren says, I was listening to the podcast, and I heard you say that you wouldn't use a bug type competitively. I have to say something here. My strongest Pokemon is my Yanmega, the choice specs slash tinted lens one, not the speed up one. It is currently level 85 and has a modest nature and and a full special attack and speed EVs. I have a level 100 Infernape and Spiritom. Sadly, I got both from a trade. My Yanmega has stats that easily outstrip both of them. Its moves are U-Turn, Bug Buzz, Giga Drain, and Air Slash, and it has single-handedly defeated Palmer. Uh, I'm really proud that I was able to raise it. It was my very first EV-trained Pokemon, Ren. Uh, Well, thank you, Ren, for your email. Um, And yes, I did kind of, you know... Maybe I shouldn't have said that Bug-type Pokemon weren't that great. You know, I do do apologize for that. Obviously, Yanmega is a very good Pokemon. Um, And another listener as well did uh, mention the same thing, and even did talk about Yanmega, so... I apologize for those of you who like bug type Pokemon or use a bug type Pokemon competitively. Um, I stuck my foot in my mouth on that one, I apologize. But thank you, Ren, for your email. Our next email is from Scott, and Scott says uh, What I'm looking for in the fifth generation games are more Wi Fi options, Pokemon that can actually evolve into different things like Eevee, less of those little add on Pokemon like Licky Licky and Tangrowth, and more ways to connect with Ranger games, perhaps with the new one. That's about it. Keep going, and I love your podcast. Uh, thank you, Scott, for your email. Obviously, more Wi Fi options are. Um, well, they wouldn't be hated, obviously. Um, wi Fi options in the n- new Pokemon games. Obviously, not Heart Gold and Soul Silver, but any future, 5th Gen, 6th Gen, however long it goes for, Pokemon games. So thank you, Scott, for your email. Our next email is from Matt, and this is somewhat of a long email. I'm only going to read half of it, and it's still pretty long, the half that I'm going to read. Um, in his email, in Matt's email, he does talk about uh, the contest. He elaborates on a couple of things, and uh, I'm assuming he'll fill in some holds, because I've read the email a couple of times already. He fills in a little bit of the holds that, um, of information that I didn't mention in the last episode, and probably not going to mention in today's episode, and I know I'm going to miss in the next few episodes uh, about the contest. So let's just get started reading his email. Anyways, Matt says, Gabriel, I just downloaded the first... Uh, episode of the contest series and I really like your podcast I've been a a fan of Pokemon since the first games and I've competed in a couple of national and state tournaments, which is really cool by the way Um, I've beaten the Masterite contest and I have a couple of comments that may help your listeners out with contest stuff First of all, like you said, the Pokemon species does not matter You could potentially win a cool contest with Bidoof if you wanted The only things that matter are 1. Your Pokemon's nature and 2. The moves it knows Certain Pokémon characteristics can give you insight to what contests they would do best in. For example, a Pokémon that likes spicy food will do good in cool contests. Sour food is for tough, sweet is for cute, bitter is for smart, and dry is for beauty. If your Pokémon eats anything, then it could potentially be okay in any contest, just not as good as one that specializes in one particular kind. Next are moves. First you want to make sure you choose moves that work off of each other. Gabriel, you said you use Milotic for Beauty, because its Beauty was already maxed out. For this Pokemon, I would choose, it, I would choose to teach it the moves Psyche Up, which is a smart move, and the Beauty move Surf. I chose Psyche Up because even though it's not a Beauty move, it doesn't matter. It powers up Surf. For instance, I usually use Psych Up first turn, which gets me no points, but the next turn, it doubles the points I get. Since I got no points... I'll have the lowest score, more than likely, and will get to go first the next turn. The lowest score always goes first, unless someone uses a move that changes this. Uh, for example, I'm going to mention um, moves like a Quick Attack and I think Extreme Speed change it up. There's other moves that change it up as well, but that'll be for later. Um, he goes on to say, Next turn, I use Surf, which gets, a, which gets a plus 2 if I'm first, and gets times 2 from Psych Up, which gives me a whopping 8 hearts. Of course, you can make your combos span across more than just two moves, but this is just an example. There are some luck elements involved as with choosing judges. If you choose well and don't choose a judge that other Pokemon have performed to or that few have, you can get even more points in addition to the 8 from the attack. The dress-up competition and the dance competition are very important in the master rank. The dance competition requires good timing and skill that players of Guitar Hero should do well in. The dress-up portion is a tad harder, you have to match to a theme that can be obscure at times. Just make sure you have a wide variety of accessories, then, play, then pay close attention to the theme. Some examples are like, the colorful requires you to use a lot of bright colors. The natural requires you to use a lot of sticks, flowers, and trees. The sharp requires a lot of horns, etc. The Platinum Full Guide has a complete list of what accessories works best in what contests. There are also hold items that you can boost that you can use to boost your appearance, and you can attach them before you enter the contests, such as the red, yellow, green, and pink scarfs. I would suggest never entering a master contest without the right one. Now here is a list of Pokemon that I used in my contests. Heracross for cool, Plusle for smart, Milotic for beauty, Registeel for tough, and Cladol for smart. Whew, that was long. That was a really long email. That's only half of it, too. Jeez. And he does also mention, uh, that... About the bug thing. Uh, that, uh... Our other listener, Ren, had emailed in about. So, yes, I do apologize for that. Again, um... I, I know Yen Meg is a good Pokemon. I guess every Pokemon serves its purpose. Uh, they did mention... Ouch. Um... Sorry, I hit... Uh, they did mention a lot of that, uh in, uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh! Just random little tangent, just give me a minute. Uh, they didn't mention a lot of that in Yu-Gi-Oh! as far as, um, yu and his Karibo goes, um, that, uh, in the very first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! if anybody of you, if any of you watched it, he says, uh, something to the fact that there is no such thing as a useless card, that every card serves a purpose in his deck, um, this and that, or something to that matter, um, that my grandfather's deck has no, um, uh, weak cards, or something like that. Um, And I applied that same, you know, logic to Pokemon. There's no such thing as a, um, useless Pokemon. Um, as far as some of the Pokemon go, like Magikarp. Because it does evolve into a Gyarados, which is a good Pokemon. And Feebas, which does evolve into a Milotic, which is a very, another good Pokemon. And stuff like Dunsparce and etc. So I do apologize again, um, for saying that, um, bug Pokemon suck. Sorry. But thank you Matt for your email and thank you for, um, Half uh, the, the, like the three paragraphs about contests. I'm sure that did, fill again, fill in a bunch of holes that I know I'm going to miss within the next ep- few episodes and previous, in the l- last episode, so thank you. Our next email is from Lance, and Lance says, um, I wanted to elaborate on your co- on your comment about Pokemon that are better off uh, in contests than others. Ever since I traded for a shiny Eevee from my friend, I've been breeding other Eevees and evolved them all into different forms of Eevee. After training, i began begun entering them into contests. The most successful EV evolution is my shiny Glaceon and my shiny Umbreon. The Glaceon has won the beauty contest in the Masters division, hands down, with the moves Captivate, Ice Fang, Blizzard and Hail. My Umbreon has mastered the smart contests with the moves Assurance, Shadow Ball, Toxic and Confuse Ray. I have provided Jade and Cobalt his two, Glaceon and Umbreon. With the best Poffins that I could brew up in the Poffin House. That, along with them being shiny, really seems to aid these two in winning. Hope this helps, Lance. Just wanted to talk about that for a quick second. I don't think the fact that they are shiny uh, affects it in any way. As far as I know of, a Pokemon being shiny does not affect any aspect of gameplay at all. Other than the fact that they are shiny, or different colored than a normal colored Pokemon. It doesn't affect battling, and it shouldn't affect contests either. Um, Possibly because you took so much time into raising these Pokemon, and giving them the best Poffins, um, that might make them better than any regular colored Pokemon. Um, For example, uh, Glaceon and Umbreon that you would go up against in a contest. So that might be uh, something that you're maybe a little bit biased against because you've raised these Pokemon with such care. I don't know. Um, But as far as I know of, shiny Pokemon do not uh affect gameplay at all but uh again thank you lance for your email thanks everybody for all your emails i would love to i love to get i love getting your emails and reading them on the show even though i know i didn't read everybody's email because i did get a lot of emails within the last two and a half three weeks since i've done the last episode um as far as the question of the episode we're not going to do i'm not going to ask one until the very end because i just can't think of one right at this moment but i should have one by then so again to everyone thank you all for your emails uh, so now on to the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? The Pokemon of the episode today uh, is Pokemon I've been talking about a little bit during the episode, and I know two emailers did mention it to me um, about this Pokemon. So I'm just going to make it the Pokemon of the episode since we've been talking about it for a while now. Yanmega. Yanmega is a bug and flying type Pokemon and evolves from a Generation 2 Pokemon, Yanma. Yanma has two abilities Speed Boost and Compound Eyes Speed Boost, what it does is um, Its speed is increased by one stage Each turn, except the turn that the Pokemon Switched into battle Uh, Its second ability is Compound Eyes, which raises the Pokemon's Accuracy by 30% And what Compound Eyes also does Is it increases the chances Of finding um, A wild Pokemon that's holding an item As long as the Yanma or whatever Pokemon that I might have, Compound Eyes, is in um, the lead spot on your belt. And then once uh, Yanma and then once Yanma evolves into Yanmega, Speed Boost stays the same, but Compound Eyes changes into Tinted Lens. And Tinted Lens, what that does is the power of not very effective moves is doubled. So if you use one move against another Pokemon, if it's not very effective, it doubles the um, power of that move. Again, Yanmega is a Bug and Flying type Pokemon. Yanmega cannot be found in the wild in any games uh, so far—Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, Heart Gold, or Soul Silver—but Yanma can be found in the Diamond Pearl, uh, Diamond and Pearl games, in the uh, Safari Zone, or what we like, what I like to call the Safari Zone. I'm sure they called it something different—the uh, the Great Marsh—as um, well as uh, in Platinum, Diamond Pearl, and Platinum. They could all be found in the Great Marsh, and in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, Yanma can be found on Route 35. Yanmega's stats are HP 86, attack 76, defense 86, special attack 116, special defense 56, and speed 95. Special attack is pretty high, so again, stuck my foot in my mouth on that one. Defense uh, special, uh, special attack is really high. Um, his normal defense is decent, and its speed is pretty good at 95. Obviously not the best speed, there are Pokemon obviously that are faster, and yes, there are a lot of Pokemon that are much slower. But uh, with the speed of 95, along with the uh, speed boost ability, will increase its speed a lot and make the Pokemon very fast uh, in the game. And uh, competitively, of course. And in order for Yanma to evolve into a Yanmega, it must know the move Ancient Power, and then level up one level. But that's it for the Pokemon of the episode for today. Now let's get on to the main topic of today's episode. Today's main topic, again, is about Poffins, how to make Poffins, and the different types of Poffins, and so on. We already had a little bit of insight about uh, to that with our um, email from Matt. He did ta- mention it a little bit, but we're going to try to elaborate a little bit more on what he said. Okay, As far as Poffins goes, you can make Poffins in Harlem City in the Poffin House. They're used for two different things, Poffins. They're either used to raise the happiness of a Pokemon, and raise the condition of the poffin for contests. And that's the main thing we're going to be talking about today. Depending on the nature of the Pokemon, it will like a different type of poffin. Uh, Either spicy, sour, bitter, sweet, dry, whatever. There are a lot of guides across the internet about these kinds of things, as well as if you have the uh, official platinum guide, or even the diamond and pearl guide, if there was one, I believe there was, Uh, It'll elaborate a lot more on this, which nature likes what. For example, I'm just going to read off the few that I have over here. Uh, Adamant nature likes spicy berries, but dislikes dry berries. Uh, Excuse me, puffins. The bold nature likes sour berries, puffins, but dislikes spicy puffins. The careful nature likes bitter, but dislikes dry, puffins. The impish nature likes sour, but dislikes dry, puffins. Um, and there's, uh, each and every one of them likes and dislikes their own type. With, uh, with the exception of the bashful nature, docile, hardy, and quirky natures, they have no preference at all, and gain no benefits from any of those Poffins. Uh, again, like Matt had mentioned in his email, spicy Poffins are used to increase the coolness of a Pokemon. Uh, for a contest, dry increases beauty, sweet Poffins increase cuteness... Bitter increases the uh, smartness, or intelligence, if you want to call it that, um, and sour increases tough. Each berry has its own distinct amount of points on what uh, what it will increase. Uh, for example, the cherry berry is spicy, but it has a level of 10, or uh, uh, 10 points. And we're going to talk about best berries to use in a little bit, but let's just talk about now about making puffins. In order to make puffins, you need to go to Home City, ...and go to the Poffin House, which is right next to the PokeMart. Now, the best thing to do, uh, at least in my opinion, is to make Poffins by yourself. So, uh, save your game before you start making the Poffins, and in case you mess up... ...you can always just restart your game. You can always just turn off your game, turn it back on, like nothing ever happened. Okay? And with, uh, with in contrast to making it with a friend, and you're buried, and your Poffin turns out, you know, bad or whatever... Um, so that you don't have to waste that berry, especially if you're using a very rare berry. As you're making the berry, you go, you put in the berry into the uh, pot thing, mixing the the berry batter with your stylus. Goes through three different stages. First off, start first. It starts off with the batter that's very watery and loose, um, making it a lot easier to stir and spill over. But you need to stir it. You need to stir it as best as you can, getting the um, getting the batter as close as you can to the edge without spilling it the more area that you cover on the screen like there's the the circle there the more area you cover the faster it will cook then the flame will change color and then the batter will start to of thicken a little bit uh, making it a little bit more difficult to stir meaning you'll have to stir a little bit faster uh, you, you, again you have to be sure not to stir too slow and not uh, so it doesn't burn and not too fast so it doesn't spill over and keep it as close to the edges as you can and then the flame color will change again and then it'll be even harder to stir the batter will start to look like it's changing color, it gets a little bit darker. Uh, this time you don't really have to worry too much about spilling over to stir as fast as you can. Uh, make sure not to stir as slow at all, again, fast as you can. Because the batter will not be able to spill over uh, once uh, you reach the, I guess, stage 3 of mixing. Uh, once the uh, the flame changes to a blue color. The only thing you can risk is burning it, so, again... third time stir as fast as you can when the when the flame is blue and that's really just about it on making puffins you want to be sure to uh again for the first two stages make sure it doesn't spill over make sure not to stir too slow and keep it as close to the rim as possible of the uh of the pot and the faster the the faster you make the puffin the better the poffin will be the slower the worse um, so that's really much, that's, that's, that's it about making puffins. Um, the only thing is, is this is about the different berries. Uh, I would suggest using berries that are higher up on the list. Uh, that's just my personal preference. The higher the number on the berry list, the best berries you'll find. That's my personal thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody please correct me on that if I am. Um, the berries that I would suggest using, uh... I mentioned before, I'm not the best in Pokemon contests, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Any berries, uh, 60 and above. The Enigma berry is very spicy, but is slightly dry, so it only gives 30 points for spicy. spicy, Because dry cancels out spicy. Uh, The Mickleberry is very dry, uh, but slightly sweet. And sweet cancels out dry, slightly. Um, The Custap berry, which is sweet, but slightly bitter. The Jaboka Berry, which I don't think has been released at all yet, uh, is very bitter, but slightly sour. And the Row-Up Berry, uh, is, which has been released with the Arceus event, uh, is very sour, but also slightly spicy. There are other berries you can use, yes. Um, when I was raising my Milotic, I believe I used the um, Chesto Berry. dried. Yeah, it's Chesto Berry to raise my Milotic. Um, it's... How I got it was just a dry berry. I don't remember. But I did do it in the um, Game Boy Advance games. Maybe that might have made a bit of a difference. I don't think it would have, though. So if anybody knows better berries to use, and I know I should have mentioned this last episode, better berries to use, please let me know. Or um, if you think it's better to mix uh, berries, and make the poffins with a friend. Uh, but that's it for the main topic. I know that was really, really short. As far as recording goes, the main topic was maybe a good five minutes. (laughs) So yeah, that was like the shortest main topic I've ever had. But I did mention before, I think, I don't know if I might have been just talking to myself before I mentioned on the show that some of these main topics will be kind of short. And yes, I know the emails are a lot longer in today's episode, even though I wanted to make them short, but whatever. Um, So that's it for the main topic about berries, um, uh, about poffins, excuse me. If you want to learn more information about berries, please go to our Previous episodes. Uh, one is about berries in general, talking about all the different types of berries. And uh, the episode, which was just two episodes ago, whatever episode this is, it was um, two episodes ago. It was about farming for berries, um, how to uh, get more berries and stuff like that, especially for these higher up on the li- on the on the list berries, um, such as the uh, Enigma Berry, Mickleberry, Custap, Jaboca, and Roa berries. And if anybody has a hard time finding any of these berries... Um, I did uh, uh, actually give some of these berries to a listener, uh, George. Um, uh, I gave a couple of berries to him. So if anybody has any trouble finding any of these berries... Uh, with the exception of the Jaboca berry, which has not been released yet... Um, or if anybody has the jaboca berry and is willing to give one up... If you... Um, already grew a bunch of them, farm for a bunch of them, if you have any, even though it hasn't been released yet, but it has been released in Japan, if anybody has it, has hacked it, I don't care, um, I'd be willing to trade for one, um, I just, I don't have anything to trade, unless you're missing a berry, unless you're a hacker, then probably not missing anything at all, um, but even if you did hack for it, I wouldn't care, uh, I just would like a Jaboka berry, just to be able to complete my list of berries in my game, if you have one, willing to give one up, please let me know, email address is flashlightstudios at gmail.com, and if anybody, uh, as far as any of the other berries go, anybody's missing any, I would gladly be willing to trade for um, anything if you're missing any berries, if you're missing anything. But that's it for the main topic for today, I know I kind of went on a little bit of a rant there, I'm a little rambling on, but anyways, now let's get on to the news. Today we have quite a bit in the news. I'm not going to obviously read every article. A lot of it will be in the show notes at pokedexradio.blogspot.com. But we're going to start off today with uh Jirachi event. If you went to GameStop to get your Shiny Pichu, which ended last weekend, the own, uh, the uh, manager, whoever was working there, possibly told you about the Girachi event, which will be at GameStop stores again from February 27th through March 13th, which is in about a week. You'll be able to get this Jirachi the same way as you've gotten any other um, store event, like Toys R Us, GameStop, whatever, uh, using the Mystery Gift option in the game. This Jirachi will know the moves Draco Meteor and Beholding a Leechy Berry. Uh, it'll be inside of a Cherish Ball, like any other 4th um, Gen Pokemon event, and will be at level 5. When traded to Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and then to the Poke Walker, it will unlock a special area called Night's Sky Night Sky's Edge. I don't know anything about the uh Night Sky's Edge area or anything. But again the event for the Jirachi will be from February twenty seventh through March thirteenth. And then as we all know, Heart Gold and Soul Silver comes out on March fourteenth. And if you haven't gotten your Pichu yet, I apologize, the event is over. I don't know if they're ever going to be releasing it again. Maybe you can get one from a friend, uh, who can, you know, turn on the uh, mystery gift thing you know from a friend and trade it over to you that that way and then next in the news is a first-gen pokemon has been revealed there's actually been quite a few articles on Bulbapedia about it and people have been talking about it a lot the the movie that will be coming out soon ruler of illusions zoroark which i think was a pokemon pokemon something z i forgot what the name was from before but now the the new name for it is po- Ruler of Illusions, Zoroark. And now this Pokemon, Zoroark, which is the evolution of another Pokemon called Zorua. Um I'm assuming these are the Japanese names, so I apologize if I'm pronouncing this horribly wrong. Um, and kind of funny, Zoroark reminds me of Zork from the Yu-Gi-Oh thing. But anyways, that doesn't have anything to do with anything else. Um, as well as there's more information on the Pokemon Ranger game which the name has been changed. I know I called it the Path of Light and I called it something else even before that. Uh, But the game is, seems like officially going to be called now Pokemon Ranger Locus of Light. So uh, I mean, the game really, uh, from what I've mentioned before, doesn't change anything other than just the name which seems to have been uh, updated and uh, translated better. That's pretty much it for the news for today. There's only just a couple of quick articles. There's a lot more in the news that I did not mention it all, um, including uh, some Heart Gold and Soul Silver names for the uh, characters in the in the and the games. Team Rocket executives, which weren't named before. Let's see what else. Uh, some official website for Heart Gold and Soul Silver stuff. Pokemon Real quickly before I end the show, uh, just I just remembered something mentioning the website. If you've been to the new Pokemon, the new updated Pokemon.com website, you can actually watch old episodes of Pokemon. I went to it the other day, last Friday, when I was starting to record the episode, and, you know, went horribly wrong because my microphone started messing up on me. The first episode that came up on that page was Battle Aboard the Saint Anne. And it just brought me back, you know, and I just, I just, I don't know, I felt really good watching it, because that's my favorite episode, one of my favorite episodes of Pokemon, obviously first season is the best, I don't know, I just... Watching it brought back so many memories. You know, the guy with the Magikarp sells, uh... He sells James, you know, the Magikarp for, I think it was $300, and and the fake gold-plated Pokeball. Uh, It just just brought back so many memories. It was really great watching it. Go ahead and go watch it if you haven't already. Um, Go to the new Pokemon.com website if you haven't already. There's a lot of stuff on the website. You can even make your own little Pokemon avatar thing. Uh, Avatar not meaning the Avatar movie Just meaning, you know, like little character guy And there's all these little things I might make one myself But I really don't usually do things on the computer like that But yeah, check out the new Pokemon.com website It's really awesome Go watch the old Pokemon episodes is what I'm trying to say Um, Maybe after doing this uh, show Maybe sometime through the weekend I might watch another episode Maybe while I'm sitting here uploading it or whatever But it was awesome to see the very first click I made on the on the site to go to the... Because I thought it was just, you know, a little description of each episode. I didn't realize that they were going to put the entire episode up there. Okay? So I watched Battle Aboard of the St. Anne. Made me really happy. I went around and I was like smiling all day and stuff like that. Because it just made me feel so good watching something from... I was like 8 years old when I saw that episode. 8, 9 years old, something like that. It's been over 10 years since I've seen that episode. Okay? So, Yeah so that's it for today's episode um the email address is flashlightstudios at gmail.com uh the website for now I'm not going to mention the uh main flashlight studios one which I just did um, cause that one that website really sucks just use the pokedexradio.blogspot.com if you want to check out anything from the pokedex radio uh all previous episodes including this one all the news and everything from previous episodes again including this one are at pokedexradio.blogspot.com subscribe to us if you haven't um be nice if you, uh, uh, on iTunes, you can give us a little review. I love reading them. I've I've read some of the ones that you guys have uh, put up on iTunes recently. So as far as the question of the episode goes for today's episode, I couldn't really think of a really good, you know, having to do with news or anything in the future about Pokemon. Maybe I'm just not really all there today. Um, so a question I think is decently valid would be, how many Pokemon games do you own? Right you own all of them let me know I own all the games um, I own this many of the American games I own this many of the Japanese games whatever you want to say um, again the email ad- address is flashlightstudios at com. I would love for more people to start sending in emails this time we got a lot of emails I don't know how many emails we actually got because I you know read them and then put them aside because uh, there weren't there weren't ones that I was going to read on the show there was a few that I did want to read uh, I just didn't but yeah Go ahead, send us your answers to the email. Um, rate us on iTunes if you haven't already. I know I just didn't mention that a few seconds ago. Uh, subscribe to us if you haven't already. Whatever you would like to use to subscribe to things. iTunes, the Zoom Media Player, live bookmarks, whatever. Subscribe to us. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Again, my name is Gabriel. Letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time.